Tonight, you're the once an oiler, always an oiler, the final season of Rexall Place. I mean, I'm going to be the one millionth person to ask you about that goal. You just heard Rod Phillips call. I mean, do you even remember the goal, or just do you just remember <laughs> seeing the goal on, on, on TV now? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I remember the goal, and to be honest with you, I mean, I, I didn't have the most success on breakaways in my career, but uh, it just seemed like everything aligned for us in that series, and you know, three of the four games we won were in overtime, and you know, I, I really believe that a lot of those teams in the late 90s overachieved for what we had and against the teams that we played against. And, I mean, Dallas was a team that was going on to win. Should have been a favorite to win the Stanley Cup. And here we go out, a bunch of young kids, and upset them in Game 7. Yeah. How I asked you about it. I know you're not back in Edmonton often anymore, but how often does somebody bring up that, that goal to you? It, 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 you know, it's funny. Bruce Boudreaux the other day said he was watching a highlight or something, and, and, the, and the goal came out, and he said, I was shocked that you were as fast as you were. But um, um, it does come up every once in a while. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed my time here in Edmonton. Uh, my family did. I got three of my four kids were born here, so uh, Edmonton will always hold a special place in our hearts. I mean, you mentioned those teams overachieving a little bit. What, what was sort of that trajectory like? Because the team had won a Stanley Cup in 90, decent playoff runs in 91 and 92, and then it was kind of a drop-off out of the playoffs and, and then trying to, to get good again. What was it like sort of going through some of that experience? Well, I mean, it was a major rebuild. It seemed like every couple, every year, every you know, we were trading away our, our best players to get a bunch of young talent back. And fortunately for me, I was one of those guys that got traded for Craig McTavish at the deadline in 94 um, when they went on to win the Stanley Cup in, uh, in New York. So um, it was a great opportunity for me. It was a young team built on speed, um, and we just kind of slowly got better every year. It seemed like every year we got a little bit closer to the playoffs, and then finally 97 qualifying for it. And I mean, this place was crazy. It, uh, uh, the great atmosphere of the fans, and I even go back to 06 when I was with Anaheim in the conference finals playing here, and was some of the best atmospheres in a, in a playoff game that I've ever been a part of. Are you glad you got a chance to play for a Canadian team? Absolutely. I mean, I remember first getting traded here, and I had to look up on the map where Edmonton was, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, it was uh, a perfect place for me, I say, to grow up, but I really did. I mean, I came out here when I was 20, and and I was here for 10 years. So uh, a lot of, uh, you know, the things that i would become is because of, of Edmonton and the, and the fans. Todd Marchant joining us, first intermission. Ducks leading the Oilers 1-0. You're now the director of player development for for Anaheim. How have you enjoyed that that transition from playing and, you know, more of that management style stuff? I, I absolutely love it. Um, you know, one of the biggest thrills for me is, is seeing players that I've been working with since they were in junior or in college and now playing in the NHL. And, you know, I look out on our team right now and you've got Josh Manson, you've got Ricard Raquel, Sammy Vatnett, Hampus Lindholm, John Gibson, Nick Ritchie. So these are guys that we draft them on draft day and they kind of sort of become mine. And, you know, I get out and I see them play and I talk to them and I make sure they're in the right path. And then to just see them out here living their dream, it's kind of like I'm living through them. So it's it's a it's a great uh, great job, and I'm fortunate to have it. And, well, you mentioned when you came here, you were you were 20. You were I mean, some guys are playing 18, 19. So is there any uh, off ice reminders or development that you got to keep help out guys with? It, it's a full, it's like being a parent. It's yeah. a it's a full time job, and I know these players are off playing with their junior teams and all that, but. They still rely on that contact from the NHL team. They want to know that 
they're you know that they're part of the future plans and i i look back at it when i played and you know player development really wasn't a thing and i i know what it would have meant to have somebody from the team that drafted you come and watch you play and talk to you um it would mean a lot so um you know i try and make sure that i i instill that every single day well said todd thanks so much for your time thanks for having me